Number Once again, please uh, generate the motivation of Bodhicitta as uh, you set out to listen to those teachings. Uh, thinking of all sentient beings who have been our parents so with a uh, really uh, generating in our minds the wish, the wish to lead all of them to a state of complete enlightenment. So um, the text we're studying is the uh, Mahayana Uttara Tantra Shastra and we're in the third of the four uh, sections of the explanation. The third is... Um, is explained also in uh, three parts. There's a uh, first presentation of the uh, of the body of the scripture and presentation of the limb, and then the uh, uh, conclusion where in the second presentation of the limb, which is the individual presentation of each of the points of the teaching. The um, this section uh, has uh, two parts. The first presentation of the result to be attained, the three jewels, and then presentation of the four remaining se- sections, which are the way to um, attain this uh, fruition. We're in the second section, and which is presented in uh, three parts. It's first, presentations of points uh, common to um, all four. Then there's uh, individual presentation. Uh, and then um, there's the, uh, um, the benefit. And so we are in the, the second, individual uh, presentation of each which is uh, divided in four sections and now we're in the we reach the second which is the uh, 
the enlightenment, the uh, essential nature of the realization, explained in three parts. First, uh, explanations of the uh, enlightenment, the essence of what is realized when that element is free of all obscurations. Then there's a, a brief a summary of uh, how they are explained, and then uh, combining them in a detailed explanation. So first, so presentation of the different brief presentation of the different uh, uh, topic explained that there are actually um, eight uh, points, eight qualities that relate to the uh, enlightenment, and so those eight qualities uh, so correspond to its uh, essential nature, the cause, the result, the action, possession, different occurrences. Permanence and inconceivability. So those are the eight points, which are so uh, presented in this third section, which is called combining them in a detailed explanation in actually seven topics. Since the first two, the essential nature and the cause, are presented together, and so we are in this explanation here of the uh, um, the section called essence and cause obtaining the purity. So first, the uh, um, in this is the first presentation of uh, the cause. Um, uh, sorry, of uh, uh, the essence, and then um, with the uh, and the sorry, the essence and the cause, with a brief summary and then a detailed explanation. So we covered the brief summary and we come to the detailed explanation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ตกบ้านตังสงตังตังเบซังเกซิงดิปังตงเอเมตเนชาบาระตกบิงเงินเนสัมลตองอินะอ่าคาโซเรตกจุมิจิบาลาสุบะตุสุวะนมาเชยง
absolute Buddhahood itself has two properties which are differentiated, realization inseparably present from its qualities, and the purity of freedom from adventitious defilements. So, as it says, in terms of the uh, the um, ultimate result, the uh, uh, ultimately, so the uh, result of Buddhahood is um, so the uh, um, has it says uh, two properties. There's two properties that we could uh, uh, distinguish, and one one which is so the uh, um, the realization <coughs> inseparably present from its qualities. So this aspect of uh, realization of the uh, of the uh, um, which is uh, primordially endowed with all the qualities, which is uh, which comes about as so a result <coughs> when the uh, um, the the nature of the Dharma Dhatu is free from all the defilement mm-hmm. as a result of elimination, free of the defilement. Then there is this aspect of realization, and there is. Um, so the the purity, which is the freedom from adventitious uh, uh, defilement, and so that aspect of so on the one hand the wisdom with all the qualities, which manifest when it is when the uh, obscurations are removed. So there is the aspect of the the natural purity, which is this uh, realization, this wisdom, primordially endowed with the qualities, and then the aspect of uh, the purity that is. Uh, the the freedom from adventitious defilement that is that comes about when those uh, defilement which are present in the case of sentient beings are removed and so when there's those two uh, purities the natural purity of uh, the the wisdom and dealt with the qualities and the purity of the freedom from defilement then we are at the uh, corresponding to Buddhahood so Buddhahood has those two qualities and it says its natural luminosity is like the sun and its natural purity is uh, like the uh, the sky so um, there is uh, so it is compared to this uh, to the sun and the sky, and uh, it says primordial wisdom and elimination. That is another word, elimination and uh, realization, or um, are its two characteristics. Meaning that elimination and realization, reaching their full extent, is known as Buddhahood. So um, there is so um, um, at Buddhahood. So there are those two aspects of uh, the. Uh, the wisdom and uh, of realization and the aspect of uh, the freedom or the elimination of all uh, the obscurations so uh, what is uh, buddhahood buddhahood is the um, it says the uh, reaching the full extent of uh, elimination and realization when we've uh, completely uh, fully um, how would you say uh, accomplished uh, or in a way realization and elimination this is what we call uh, Buddhahood. Then Kebar Shepas, we never Kebar de la Yang, Nishi, Nansu, the la Sel Rajin Yusel, Kebar Seniti, Lurki, Dimi, Del Kebra Senishang, Dinan Rajin Yusel, Kebar Dung, Sami, Rajin Yusel, Kebra Seniti, the Jonchu Gimu, the Sagmi 
嗯，七日中嘞，搿那咋说嘞？呃，上面个音，对，呃，那咋说嘞？嗯，就跟个啥都马吉吧嘞，对伐？那上面个音，嗯，个上线就跟个啥都马吉吧嘞。你得当一日面把它就比，嗯，就把今日七日当使用的上面个音得当，那那。Jibu gaya, dan dia tu sila sama tangan itu tunduk tu, tunduk tu ya, bayi itu ni dia tang air mendo, jupi, jupa cingi, cedang, yendun gaya, cang, gangi, lungi, dulle, debi, cerir, sone, sanji gaya, topso gaya, cew nam kundang, kundang, dia ni tunduk tu tempa ni inosong, jadi langsir nam dah gaya, dia ni sama tangan ina. อ่าแล้วก็สามีกี่เอ่อยืนเต้นเสียงเดี๋ยวจะยังดูมาจีบ้างอ่าก็สูเรศสามีกี่อิงกี่ตอนเอลเมนต์ตัวนะเอ่อ
but it is uh, the result of eliminations. And so it is uh, it has because it has always been primordially there. So it's not something that is created anew. And it says because it has occurrence inseparably. Mm, uh, mm. And so when it says so because it has occurrence uh, inseparably or because uh, or maybe because they are inseparable um, that is uh, they meaning the uh, so this uncontaminated basic space and the uh, pure luminosity so the luminosity is a uh, reference more to the uh, appearance aspect and so what it's saying here is that those again is that you have this aspect of uh, emptiness of basic space and this aspect of luminosity or appearance which are inseparable and so there's this inseparability uh, primordially because there uh, this is something that is uh, spontaneously naturally there present not something created in you uh, it's always been there and those two aspects of basic space and uh, luminosity are uh, an indivisible uh, in unity um, and because the qualities exceed in number the particles of all the sand in the river Ganges therefore it primordially and spontaneously pro possesses all the properties of Buddhahood such as the strength and so on and so um, so the it has also all the the qualities it says um, Qualities exceed in number the particles of all the sand in the river Ganges. That means that there are uh, infinite number of qualities, um, and then, uh, and so all those qualities, um, also because because of uh, of this, because of um, so the uh, uh, that it is not something produced anew because of this inseparability and because of those uh, primordially present qualities. So therefore, the uh, um, the primordially and this uh, enlightenment primordially and spontaneously possesses all the properties of uh, Buddhahood, such as uh, the strength, so all the qualities, all the enlightened qualities, naturally possesses all the enlightened qualities, such as the ten strength, and so on. So this is the um, um, that is uh, so primordially endowed with all those uh, qualities, and. Then there's a, a line that doesn't appear in the English in, in Tibetan. It says, "So sangigi chukun denshis," and it means that there's um, here it says, "It is taught in the commentary that actually all the uh, 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 mm, hmm? yeah, but dobopa comes after. Actually, in the commentary, that means from." Uh, um, um, what's his name? Asanga's commentary. There's an auto commentary by Asanga, and so in this auto commentary, so Asanga explains uh, the words in the root text. So um, it it possesses uh, all the uh, um, the qualities of uh, Buddhahood. Um, <laughs> well, that was a, in English. At least you don't need the. 
So it's, it's, it's very similar so in the um, Asanga's um, commentary to to uh, to the text and the root text itself is very similar but it just here um, if I remember she also mentions that actually uh, this is you know this is the way that um, Asanga himself so explains the verse and he just add uh, actually from the root text to be a endowed with from uh, uh, so it is that um, <coughs> basically the meaning of the last line Asanga you know kind of uh, uh, spells out is that um, as a, it, it, um, is that it comes out in the uh, in the translation actually in the English translation it says it possesses all uh, the prop- properties of Buddhahood so that is the uh, the meaning to understand from this uh, last uh, line that is primordially endowed with all those qualities mm-hmm. perfectly present ndorle <laughs> ニバディ。サビニバディ。ここにドルボゲテンデスンシャドテナチバチネデネマシエイエンスンセ。うん。ドルベ。そうだ。あ、ローブジェ。ローブロン。ローブロン。ローブロン。ローブロン。ローブロ
So then uh, we come to the next section, the particularity of its freedom from adventitious defilement, so the second particular aspect of the freedom from defilement. So in the uh, Tibetan text, he says, Dolpe, uh, so means that uh, what follows is what is, uh, follows the explanation of Dolpopa, uh, um, basically. So that is this uh, this next section, the uh, this particular aspect of freedom from adventitious defilement is uh, explained following um, uh, quoting um, uh, Dolpopa's uh, explanation. And so, here, so Dolpopa says that the purity of being free from adventitious defilements uh, correspond to um, what follows. It says, because the defilements do not truly exist by nature, and because they are what pervades everything in the phase of impurity and are adventitious, that means that they can be discarded, the emotions and cognitive obscurations there during the phase of sentient beings are described as obscuring like cloud. And when they are purified, it is said that full purity is obtained. So this is the, the second type of purity. First uh, was the natural purity, and then the second aspect is the purity of freedom from adventitious defilement. And it says, because the defilement do not truly exist by nature, and because they are what pervades everything in the phase of impurity, and uh, and are adventitious, and so in the uh, in the phase of impurity, when sentient beings, then there is those um, there's always those uh, obscurations. They are always there, obscuring the the nature. But in themselves, they do not uh, exist. They don't have an existence in and of themselves, and uh, they just um, are obscure. They are just adventitiously there, meaning that they can be uh, discarded. They are not inherently uh, there, and so. And they correspond to the uh, uh, to the two obscurations of uh, emotional obscuration and cognitive obscurations, which are present. It says during the phase of sentient beings. So while uh, sentient beings, then we have those two obscurations: emotional obscuration and cognitive obscurations, that uh, so uh, obscures, uh, blocks the uh, um, uh, the nature from uh, manifesting fully. And so when uh, they are um, and when they are removed, then uh, then the, the nature can uh, manifest fully. And so at enlightenment, those two obscurations are removed, and so that is why it is endowed with this second freedom, the freedom from adventitious defilement. Those adventitious defilement are described as obscuring like clouds, and so the example that is used <coughs> to illustrate them is of uh, the cloud. And it says, when they are purified, it is said. And so it is said comes at the end. You have sung in Tibetan at the end. That is so, um, uh, meaning that uh, this is what um, Shih Tsung was, uh, Dolpopa was saying, basically. You know, that concludes the uh, the quote from um, Dolpopa's explanation. And um, so when they are purified, it is said, the twofold purity is obtained since the, uh, the natural purity was already there. And then when the obscurations are removed, and we also gain the second, the freedom from um, defilement, from adventitious defilement. And so that's the, the second type of, uh, of uh, purity, and which characterizes so the uh, enlightenment. Ca enlightenment is characterized by uh, those two types of purity. It is endowed with those two types of purity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <la
so um, now we come to the um, the second aspect. Um, first, we explain so the essence, not the cause. The cause, the uh, primordial wisdoms that brings a attainment. And so, there, um, as was mentioned earlier, there was uh, the two types of primordial wisdom um, that um, uh, bring about uh, the cause for this uh, reaching of enlightenment, and uh, which correspond to the um, aspect of. Uh, uh, meditative equipoise, the wisdom of meditative equipoise and the uh, wisdom of post-meditation. So, text reads, uh, the cause which brings about freedom from uh, the two obscurations, so that uh, the emotional obscuration and the cognitive obscurations, which are obstacles, respectively to liberation and to omniscience, are the two primordial wisdom. And these are asserted to be the utterly non-conceptual primordial wisdom of uh, meditation and the primordial wisdom that falls, that falls in post-meditation, which uh, distinguishes all objects of knowledge, as many as there are. So there is this, um, as was mentioned yesterday in the, um, in the brief presentation, there are the two types of primordial wisdom. So the, um, uh, the utterly non-conceptual primordial wisdom of the meditative equipoise and then the, the primordial wisdom of uh, post-meditation, um, that is, um, uh, which, um, hmm. <laughs> Tarbot and Namjikima. 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 Tarb
Tamci kemesin, taçı to ya toku var. Tarvasın işte, korvalı, tarvatsamsı. Ne pabı gitsaydı şu halam da tarvalı, tarvasonlar which uh, so distinguishes all objects and knowledge as many as there are so that is the wisdom of uh, um, that realizes the things in their multiplicity and um, so that is the second aspect which corresponds to the um, primordial wisdom in uh, post meditation so, so it's primordial wisdom that follows in post meditation so the uh, um, it, it follows in the sense usually so there is a an alternance between you know meditation post meditation so there's a um that kind of a um kind of a, a yeah alternance one after the other but then the uh, the wisdom of post meditation obviously comes on the basis of the realization of uh, the meditation so in that sense you know it is said to follow not necessarily in a kind of chronological uh, way each time but more that um it is on the basis of uh, reaching a certain realization in meditation that there is this uh, wisdom of uh, post-meditation that can un- unfold. And then, it says also first, the, uh, the cause which brings about f- uh, freedom from uh, the two obscurations, which are respectively obstacles to liberation and to omniscience. And so the emotional obscurations are, are said to be the uh, obstacle to liberation, and the cognitive obscuration, the obstacle to omni- omniscience. And so, in order to reach uh, complete omniscience, then uh, we need to uh, have eliminated both obscuration, the emotional obscuration and the cognitive obscurations. And otherwise, it is not uh, possible to reach to complete enlightenment. Now, the uh, the term liberation and omniscience. Um, so, liberation that means that refers to simply to uh, liberation from samsara when we are free from samsara. And so, therefore, the uh, uh, Shravaka Arats and Pratika Buddha Arats have reached this level of uh, liberation. They are liberated. They have eliminated emotional obscuration, <laughs> and that could uh, that correspond also can say uh, loosely to the uh, Bodhisattvas also on the Bhumis. They have reached liberation. But then, uh, generally speaking, when we talk about liberation, we say that it corresponds to those three states. There's three different uh, state of liberation. There's the uh, the um, Shravaka Arathood, the uh, Pratika Buddha Arathood, and uh, the state of complete Buddhahood. And whereas uh, omniscience so refers only to the uh, uh, to the complete elimination of both uh, obscurations, cognitive and emotional. ดิเมเปดอร์เดนสงฆ์ตะเปยคนเต็มบาอ่าดิมามีเปยชุลเลดอร์เดนบามิมุบันเดชาเลเอ่อดอร์วานยุบิดิมามีเปยชุดังเต
Shudan Timba, Tela Pemiji, Takasore, Kepigi, Tola, Pechasabara, Dimami, Chudan Timbala, Rimgis, Kebas, Gepi, Pemi Kepi, Tom, Tapemigi, Kasore, Yel, Damala, so what is the Russian part, Kepshapi. ちょっとじゃあ、ジタは死んだんちでに、で、死んだんれんどれはでら、え、さ、ダジンギ、カネ、タルビ、ダワ、ニャガンは、タブウソン。え、ジミ、ジャムジ、ユーゼルギ、
ดูดีเลยทั้งวันชุดดีตรงนี้ตัดจิบาลเนี่ยใช่ป่ะวันนี้ก็งงบุชาบาร์เรียสิกันอ่ะดูดูปุ๊บมาเลยเนี่ยเ
So the first, so the uh, the freedom from attachment is like so the uh, the water, the undefiled, pure water of a pond, which is covered with uh, spreading lotuses, and so this is the uh, so the first example. Then the second is uh, f- uh, the freedom from aversion is like the full moon released from the uh, from Rao's mouth and uh, shining with light rays of undefiled uh, love and kindness. And so the um, the example is the uh, so the the full moon is when it's you know uh, um, when it's um, um, the brightest when the moon is the brightest. And so, in a in a pure uh, sky without any obscuration, it shines uh, brightly. But then, when um, Ra- um, Rahu has uh, swallowed it, then we can't see it. But then, when it's so it's, it's completely obscured, and then you know when it comes out of it, um, Rahu's then uh, it uh, appears very clearly, very vividly. And so that is uh, the example of the freedom from uh, uh, aversion, and that corresponds to the. Uh, to the light rays, shining with the light rays of undefined uh, love and kindness, so those qualities of of Buddhahood that shine forth when the obscurations of uh, attachments are removed. The uh, so the story of uh, Rao is um, and so he's um, Rao is a, a demigod, and so it seems that uh, um, this is has the it can be found in some Buddhist texts and also in some, uh, but it's mainly come from. Uh, uh, Hindu mythology, where there is uh, Shiva, kind of uh, placed this uh, vase full of elixir, and for the for the gods and the demigods, and it seems that the uh, uh, the, uh, the gods took took it away, and then you know, and then uh, then lock, lock it away from the uh, from the demigods, and so um, so uh, Rahu, who was a, a demigod, then managed to to sneak in, kind of you know, uh, in in disguise, you know. And um, uh, pretending to be a, to be a god, and he managed to to get hold of the elixir and drank some. But the moment he drank some, then you know he's kind of a they, uh, he, he appeared again as a, as a demigod, and they, they could see him, and so they uh, they get uh, they got hold of him and uh, cut his head off, uh, his head um, off, and um, so. Uh, but the thing is, because he drank the elixir, so uh, his head, even though separated from the body. Is uh, still alive, and so uh, he uh, uh, probably in uh, retaliation. So what he does, he, he went at the uh, the um, the moon and the and the sun. They are considered uh, to be uh, sons of uh, the gods, you know. So he went and uh, swallowed them. But because he just had the head, you know, he swallows them, and then you know it comes out. So sometimes, so that's why sometimes it just disappears for a little while only. And so that's what we call uh, in our language an e- eclipse. Um, so that's the uh, the. Uh, just to, uh, uh, I don't know if it's uh, says that important uh, for us, but uh, just maybe to contextualize a little bit the example and to uh, have an idea of, uh, you know, what's uh, what's expressed here. Of, uh, so that the idea is when the uh, here, so the, the freedom from attachment is when this moon just appears again, the, the full moon appears again in in its full brightness, you know, as bright as it can be, when there's uh, no cloud, no nothing, nothing obscuring it, and so that's this uh, the light of the. 
um, the love and kindness of Buddhahood. And then the last is the uh, the freedom of uh, the emotions of stupidity, which are like massed clouds. And so it is like the sun, which because it is endowed with the undefiled qualities of the two kind of omniscience, abounds with rays of light. So the uh, the freedom from ignorance is uh, like the sun, free of clouds. Kazinkamgi ね、ルダムレンドリセルゲ、ソニエダン、ダワ、イン、ウンスムド、ジョビンジャワ、ニドウソンダ、カジン、ディメンボムダネビチャネシェバレ、タンダティ、ジマダンダルイチャネシェ
呃，初二年，对吧？对，你冷啊，对，所以冷了啦。啊，去拍车多呢，忙不？就约这个是吧？这么样，我们上班时间，咱养大宝宝，总之个刚把车完了，是吧？公交忙不？就约这个，就忙
says, uh, like the pond pure of mud and dawn with uh, lotuses and so on. So uh, the example that we gave um, earlier of also the, the moon free from Ralu and the uh, sun free from uh, clouds. Freedom from three poisons, purity from desire for agreeable objects and the other adventitious emotions, and his aversion to disagreeable objects and stupidity toward neutral ones, has been fully described, and although it has many causes, the principal one, put briefly, is that it results from the removal of the emotional obscuration by the completely non-conceptual primordial wisdom in meditation. Mm. And the definitive attainment of the Buddhakaya, the support that is perfect realization, luminous emptiness, supreme in all its aspects, is taught to result from the discarding of the cognitive obscuration by the primordial wisdom post-meditation, which completely distinguishes whatever uh, can be known. And so there is um, so <coughs> uh, obscurations, as we've mentioned, uh, that obscure uh, the nature and. Um, they are all included within those uh, three categories of attachment, aversion, and ignorance. In that, then, that includes all the uh, the different types that could they can be summarized, if you want, essentialized in uh, those three uh, types of uh, obscurations: attachment, aversion, and ignorance. And so, when those uh, three are completely removed, then we reach uh, enlightenment. The, it is uh, the uh, the, the basic space becomes manifest and this is uh, Buddhahood and unless they are completely removed then we can't reach to the uh, to Buddhahood and so said that there are uh, you know uh, even though there are numerous uh, causes and when we talk about the um, the causes for um, for the eliminations so, so there are um, there are different uh, ways we talked about the two types of, of wisdom that um, were mentioned, but we can we talk also about the, or we can um, when summarizing we talk about the two accumulations, accumulation of merit and accumulation of wisdom, or we can talk about the five path, and then if we expand more, there you know much more can be said when you talk about the, uh, um, uh, the For uh, what was um, the meditation? Nyambashabashi. Mm -hmm. I know you have the, um, the, the the four relinquishment, the four legs of miracle, and the the first one, and the, and the path of four. Nyambashabashi. Oh, Nyambashabashi. Four. So well known. It's the inner meditation for Oh, mm. I have four applications of mindfulness. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so the four applications of mindfulness, to, um, the uh, four um, uh, 
relinquishment, so the four legs of miracle and so on. So there are many uh, different ways, many different causes, causes that can, uh, or when we uh, discuss, you know, the causes for reaching enlightenment, for removing those different obscurations, we can go into great detail. But here, so it says that uh, mainly, so um, put uh, briefly, so there's this, uh, this wisdom of the meditative equipoise, which eliminates the uh, emotional obscurations. And so, and uh, in order to uh, get to the, uh, um, to to bring to the result, and then you have the other uh, primordial wisdom, the primordial wisdom of uh, post meditation, that removes the uh, um, cognitive obscurations. So, those are the uh, here, uh, the, the two causes that are uh, said to be used in order to reach to complete Buddhahood. In order to reach to complete Buddhahood, again, you need to remove the two obscurations. And so, in order to remove the uh, emotional obscurations, so the emotional obscurations are removed by uh, the wisdom of um, meditative equipoise, this um, wisdom of seeing the uh, things in their true nature. And the, uh, the, the primordial wisdom of post-meditation post is uh, removing the uh, cognitive obscurations. And so it says that the... Uh, the attainment of um, so um, there there is um so the um パンディ。うん。で、と、と、なんか、なんか見とけいいし、パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。パンは。
呃，马六八帮我切的，说嘞。那那错的，芝麻面吧，切是吧？芝麻面吧，切，白米给切吧，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，切，
and so uh, those uh, so that corresponds to the uh, to the aspect of uh, the lotuses because it says mm, uh, by teaching the Dharma, the Buddha lets flow the water-like, utterly peaceful meditation and makes them moist with sustained calm and penetrating insight. And so those uh, lotuses of those who are trained on the path and grow, so they grow in the in the pond of the pure water of the Buddha, those beings to be trained kind of grow and develop in uh, in uh, beautiful uh, lotuses. And so therefore that is why the, uh, the Buddha is uh, like a, a lotus pond filled with pure water. Double ตมุทาตปังสิมบาเซนะเอตุลวิกิชานิซังจิซังจิเกอะเซนบิงเกะกาสุมิมบาเซนะเซลกิโอเรซอเรมิชิบิมบาเซลกังลากังเซนเกะ
so the uh, um, that is the uh, the example for ignorance. So there was uh, the uh, the clouds that obscure the uh, the sun, and so the uh, the sun free of uh, of those uh, defilements of uh, ignorance is an example to illustrate uh, the uh, um, the Buddha. Who um, so the the sun shines his light. Um, when the when there's no clouds, then the 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 sun shines forth uh, towards uh, everybody and dispels the uh, the ta- the darkness. And so in the same way, also the Buddha so dispels the darkness of ignorance. He says in those beings to be tamed or in those beings to be trained, in um, each of them according to his um, or her capacity. Mm uh ตีนี้ดําไปช่วยพุ่นสงบไปกินพุ่นสงบนี้ดุลจานําละจิมบัดเจ้าตาจังซีกินกระสอเลยจังมีกินชนนี้จังซีเด้กินตาเดลโรพ
honey, then there is this uh, perfect taste of uh, the Dharma. That is, that when sentient beings taste it, then that uh, uh, soothes them of all their uh, their suffering. It is free for, of the two obscurations and their tendencies, which are like um, a husk. And so, uh, there's um, when the the husk of the two obscurations and their habitual tendencies are removed, then the uh, uh, the kernel is is, uh, is revealed, appears. For, so, um, so for these three reasons, in turn, uh, for these three reasons, in turn, uh, Buddha is just like the form of the Tathagata, the honey and the kernel, when they are freed of what has been uh, covering them. So those are the uh, three examples that are uh, that are used um, for the three reasons just mentioned in order to um, illustrate the. Uh, how the, uh, the Buddhahood uh, is revealed when um, freed from the um, from the two departments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do then number its essential nature is naturally pure of defilements, so with the uh, inexhaustible material or entities of its qualities, it causes the poverty of those needing training to be dispelled. It brings out the fruit of complete liberation in the mind stream of those to be trained. So with these uh, three reasons, in turn, it is just like the gold, the treasure, and the tree. So the next um, three examples are used here also to... Uh, illustrate this uh, purity that manifests that enlightenment and so it says that its essential nature is naturally pure of defilement and so it is like the uh, like the gold uh, in the heap of filth that is uh, uh, never stained by it or never uh, altered by it so it is um, um, pure with uh, the um, inexhaustible material or entities of its qualities it causes the poverty of those needing training to be dis- dispelled and so those who are um, like uh, destitute poor who, who do not have like the uh, the training or the teachings then he's, uh, he's giving that just like a treasure 
and it brings out the fruit of complete liberation in the mind stream of those uh, to be trained. So it's like the uh, the tree, you know, that grows and uh, grows up and then uh, in the, in full um, full bloom. And so for these three reasons, eternity, just like the gold, the treasure, and the tree. And so here, um, those are three examples are used in order to illustrate the uh, the purity that uh, manifests at enlightenment. And um, whereas earlier when we discussed those examples already in the context of the element, it was more in order to illustrate how it is actually uh, covered in obscurations in sentient beings. And so uh, that's the uh, that's the difference uh, here. And so because you may wonder, why is it that we're talking about it again? It just sounds, you know, it's very similar. So uh, that is um, just a, a different, uh, slightly different uh, uh, perspective. Gadujumi, <laughs> ดิกินนางนี่ชกตุจุรบาเสตะเดเจนิเชชาบาร์มาโตจิตาสังจิเดตะสิงเกนทัมจิกินนางนี่ชกตุจุรบาเดเอ่อตะกานี่คอลโล
like a precious object that fulfills all needs and wishes. It shows its aspect in a variety of different emanated forms. Therefore it is like an image made of precious material, the universal ruler and the golden statue, when each of these are free of what has been covering them. And so um, it is. So when it is free of the uh, two defilement, then the, uh, the Buddha uh, appear manifest as uh, the Dharmakaya with boundless qualities. And so it's like... Uh, this uh, precious uh, statue go, uh, that, um, uh, or this image made, made of precious <coughs> material that um, fulfills all the needs and, uh, and wishes. Um, it is <coughs> the best of all leaders of the most important, um, or he's the, uh, um, or he's the lord of humans, uh, where the uh, principal beings to be trained. And so the, uh, uh, so of all the uh, um, of all humans, so it says in the in the Tibetan colony, that means uh, uh, two-legged kind of uh, you know beings. So that refers to uh, humans. As a, as a, um, and so uh, the um, so the um, uh, and the, the supreme of all is as it goes in this uh, refuge prayer, where it says, you know, I pay homage uh, to the Buddha. Um, supreme of all beings, and uh, I pray, uh, I pay homage to the Dharma um, out of freedom from attachment, and so on. So the uh, the Buddha is the uh, um, the supreme of all beings, is the supreme of all uh, of all human, like a like a universal ruler. So that's why this example is used in order to uh, to illustrate that the, that he's the uh, like the the leader of all um, of all men, the, the, the supreme of all um, of all human beings. And like a precious object that fulfills all needs and wishes, it shows its aspect in a variety of different, uh, different emanated forms, and so it can manifest as um, in many different forms, <coughs> like uh, statues that can be uh, you know, casted in the, in many different forms, and um, so that is the uh, uh, the same also in order to be able to help sentient beings according to their uh, needs which are uh, very different then he is able to manifest in all the many <coughs> different ways so that is why those three examples are used uh, the uh, the image made of precious material the universal ruler and the golden statue in order to illustrate that um, um, uh, the, uh, the Buddha mm-hmm. Stop here. Question, question. Of 
So uh, that's coming uh, later. It's going to be explained there in the. But basically, uh, there's a uh, in, in later in the text of this mention of those uh, two kayas. There's the kaya of uh, complete liberation, and uh, the kaya of Namdrugi um, and uh, the uh, the Dharma kaya of Paramoju wisdom. So there's those um, two kayas that are mentioned. So the uh, the kind of uh, complete liberation of uh, elimination that corresponds to the uh, what we call the kaya of elimination, and then there's the uh, so the the dharma kaya of paramoja wisdom is the uh, correspond to the um, to this aspect of realization, the kaya of realization, um, and so when we talk about the uh, the four kayas, as you know, so there the uh, talk about the uh, the svabhavika kaya. We talk about this um, uh, primordial wisdom dharmakaya. We talk about the um, uh, sambhogakaya and nyamanakaya. So those are the four kayas. We talk about that. And so this, the aspect of uh, what we call that in this context, svabhavikakaya, that corresponds to this aspect more of uh, like elimination, freedom from obscuration. The uh, uh, primordial wisdom uh, dharmakaya correspond more to this aspect of realization. But again, this is going to be explained in greater detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a similar question um, some weeks ago. So now we're talking again about the, uh, the primary wisdom of post-meditation, uh, which refers to knowing things in a multiplicity. But since this is, on the one hand, uh, a wisdom of post-meditation, and the cause for enlightenment, I guess it's not the wisdom that realizes um, the, uh, the things in a multiplicity um, as a Buddha does, but as was explained a few weeks ago, um, as how Bodhisattva knows that the, the all things have the Dharma as their nature. Is this correct? What's your question? <laughs> Is this primordial wisdom of post-meditation realizing all things in a multiplicity, or does it only realize um, the true nature being the nature of all things? ジタワイシタ時期、え、キンピ、え、ジタワイシタ。うん。ギニベイシに。カプソルテね、ちょっと調整バカ細げ。ジタワイシタ、ジニベイケンベイシタ、ジニベイケンベイシタ、キャバレ
since you know it says it's the cause for enlightenment, as you rightly said. So since it's the cause that corresponds to pertains to the path, pertaining to the path, this is not uh, the result of enlightenment, and so it corresponds to the wisdom of the bodhisattvas, as was described earlier. So uh, yesterday we had this little chat, and uh, w- what do you what do you think about it? Uh, about what happened yesterday? How do you feel about it? <laughs> How is it? How was it? <laughs> How was it? <laughs> How did you feel? <laughs> uh, afterwards, I started. Um, maybe we didn't really. A person, I didn't really understand uh, the, the 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 subject uh-huh. because um, I'm not aware that in the West or in the scientific world there is really a debate about whether stones have a mind or not. There's more the debate whether we have a mind or what is mind or whether we just um, uh, just, you know, it's a byproduct of the brain, so it's a materialistic view. So I found it difficult to engage, like to find arguments, although I was in the stone groups was a little kind of a uh, <laughs> <laughs> artificial, yeah. It wasn't like something I really feel. Oh, I really, I really believe that, and and I don't know anybody, honestly, who's not in a um, uh, psychiatric hospital or is a psychologist uh, that he's really convinced that stones are have a mind. So it was difficult to say, okay, find a, a reason uh, for that. That so it was interesting to have the debate yeah. that you can use technique and try to convince the other but uh, I don't, the subject I didn't understand uh, and what you asked at the beginning whether in the beginning you asked does it have mind, is it mind I think maybe there was you had something more subtle in mind yeah. than what we thought was okay stone with a little being inside the stone can think and feel or not. Maybe there was something more deep that I at least didn't, uh, didn't uh, catch. These are my feelings.
datang langsung ini di sama kertang mari sebentar tanggal juta sem di kejar sem kejar itu sem yesagi tapi sih ini karena ini sem ini di kaki ngotot ya sem ini mesinnya hago ya sih di kejar sih di charger itu ini sama nanti kita untuk Rotu masuk kata. So, dah sama nasi ni. Belum ada ni. Karena kita kau debiti kita pun ada. Sains tadi juga paralah karena. Sem korang yang ini kita cari mana tu? Dua tu jual ada sem yang ini sendiri. Kita tu cuci mana tu? Karena sem korang tak cuci mana tu? Dua tu jual ada sem yang ini kita cari. Siapa yang mana? Ia nak kasih karena. Tentang langsung ye, kata. Cik, do dan dendeng disolat ada dua pasang iu mana. Kata metode gerik dan hindung gerik dah dan dendeng gerik disolat. Kasihlah semuanya cik. Lagi dua, yang ini busin, langsung sokca cawat dendeng iu. Dendeng gerik lah langsung nampak ni, eh, dah show disuruh. Kos semjen gitu lah, syarikat ada busin tu cakap. Disuruh semjen ini semu syarikat. Yang nukio kita wala, tindih kerik di sana seme, semjen maris ini yang dua. Orang tindih kerik di sana tiga, angsur tangga macam ni, cah, cah nasam ni. Tapi di sini lah siram balik macam ni, tiga angsur pasang kalah tol macam tu saya semua. Kalah itu tol. Aneh om. Tindih cah nasam semua. So, yeah, I guess I feel also that we kind of maybe not. Spoke exactly about what you know was uh, uh, I had in mind. That is that uh, the idea was to uh, to explore you know what mind is and to uh, come to uh, so first kind of uh, try to have an idea of what mind is and then try to explore that you know and how that um, that applies. So that was the the plan to kind of have a little uh, um, to reflect about this uh, difficult topic. Of what mind is and you know where you find it, um, and yeah, it seems so. That was the plan, and it seems that you know we didn't quite you know uh, get there. Um, and it's true. I mean, w what uh, David was saying that uh, uh, scientists do not. Uh, there's not really scientists who think that you know stones have a have a mind, or uh, uh, it's not really uh, or wouldn't be really uh, my, uh, mainstream. But um, because uh, to start with, this this one thing is that it, it mind is not clearly defined in in science. So then, when you have this thing which is not so clearly defined, that it's it's difficult after that to try to apply it. See, well, this, the a stone has this thing that we don't know what it is. So, um, but then uh, having said this, there is uh, still in the, in the West a number of people who are argue that actually. Uh, uh, plants like you know trees and so on, so on, have a, a sort of mind, you know, and there are also uh, others who, are, uh, unlike uh, what is found, um, which is also um, mainstream in the West, but which is found in the uh, in the Buddhist teachings, in the Buddhist scriptures, that you know the smallest kind of uh, sentient beings, like uh, very small ones, like uh, insect and even smaller, are uh, are sentient beings. So therefore, have a mind. You know that's how it's understood in those uh, uh, in those teachings. But there is, uh, I believe, people who argue uh, against that that the most uh, elementary uh, kind of uh, organism 
don't uh, don't have a mind. So those could have been, you know, the lines of exploring once we've kind of uh, laid out a little bit what we mean by mind and try to try to see, you know, to explore those uh, those limits, if you want, in that way. So that was a, a kind of a, what I had in mind. And instead, it seems that we talked more about uh, food than uh, anything else <laughs> yesterday. So that's the main um, staple of the conversation. Mm. So that was that was the the plan, the idea um, had in, in mind, and what. Uh, but it seems that in kind of enacting it, we didn't kind of uh, manage to uh, to uh, to get there so much. And it felt like uh, you know it was more actually the uh, the way the the discussion went was more because of those uh, who argued that uh, the mind um, in a stone's plant and so on were speaking uh, quite loudly, whereas the other side was quite uh, silent. And so I think this how, I mean, that's my feeling, how the, you know, the conversation went is more based on that criteria than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> But I was very quiet. 